Schools in honor, yes. Take a seat and take a rest. From behind the curtain, a disconcerting nod. It's time to listen to the spooky movie squad. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad slash Christmas Movie Countdown. And this is episode 190 or episode 13 of the Christmas Countdown. And for this episode, we actually, I didn't realize this this was a foreign film until we started watching it. And then I saw doorknobs and just other things. And I was like, oh, this is in America. Because yeah, the spider yeah. was a dead giveaway. That's not an American spider. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is an Australian film. And the movie we watched was called Better Watch Out. So, uh, on the surface, it looks like it's a babysitter having to protect uh, the children, the child she's in charge of, and then the friend, and then everything just kind of takes a hard left turn. Mm-hmm. And shit gets fucking wild, guys. Yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. It's part of that new. I don't know if it's a new genre of things, but it's just like, like kids. I don't know. It kind of reminded me of kind of like the babysitter. It's just. Yep. Crazy things. Just what happens on the screen is wild. It's just a lot of cool looking kids just doing crazy stuff. Uh, but this one was crazy. Uh, uh, I've heard about Better Watch Out for a long time because uh, it's been out for four years. And people kept saying, like, when is there going to be a part two? When is there going to be a part two? That was always the biggest question about it. And I was like, damn, it must be that good. Everybody wants another one. And seeing how the ending goes and stuff, I'm like, fuck, I want another one. And I'm like, damn it, now I'm in that group. Because like, I, wanna, I want the story to end in some yeah. way. Uh, but no, it, it, it's a good one. I had a great time with this movie. But I like... It's terrifying. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like, like wild that. shit like this that takes that weird turn. Like Cabin in the Woods. When I was watching that, I was like, okay. you know, it's four. Typical, they're going to a cabin. There's going to be some creepy shit pop out. And then just out of nowhere, it's like, oh, someone's controlling all the scary things that happen to him. Oh, it's a sacrifice to keep the gods sleep. What? And then it just gets weirder <laughs> and weirder. And I'm like, wait, what? There's gods? Wait, wait, what? And then it, it just it goes from there. Uh, this one's just as crazy. I had a lot of questions. And they nonchalantly answer a lot of things while the movie is going. And I was like, well, how did that brick? And I'm like, oh, he used that thing. Oh. Okay, that's a smart fucking kid. So, uh, yeah, we'll 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 get through this story and 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 go through it. It's fun. It's a fun one. So, a thumbs up for me. Uh, what did you think about it, Katie? <laughs> I really liked it, but at the same time, was on the edge of my seat the whole time because as a babysitter, it was just like that extra level of like fuck this shit could happen to me at least the first half when you think it's like uh somebody breaking into the house and her having to protect the kid i was like fuck well what would i do in that situation at the houses that i work in like where would i go and what would i do what would be my move there um and i just spent the first half of this movie thinking about that and then in the second half i just thought about how i would just pistol whip that little kid like it would (laughs) Like, take me to jail for child abuse, I guess, but fuck that kid. Uh, what about you, Emma? 
Uh, I'm going to have to agree, Katie. I've, uh, like you, I've been a, a, a babysitter and a, a nanny since I was very little. I was like 11 or 12. And uh, this was my literal nightmare. Every time I went to somebody's house, I'm like, somebody's going to fucking break in here. I'm not prepared for that. But also, I will fuck somebody up. And this was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. I loved it. This movie was great. It was so many what the fuck moments that I was like, not even remotely expecting at all. So it really got me. (laughs) But it, it was great. It was really something. So being that it's an Australian film, you would think like, oh, it's probably a lot of no-name people in it and stuff like that. Like, no, fucking go figure. There are a lot of really good Australian actors. There's some really good kids out there. Uh, so I remember Olivia Dijon. Dijon? I don't mm-hmm. know. It's Australian. Dijon. Dijon. Uh, she is one half of the kids in the Shalamanan film, The Visit. I remember seeing their faces. I haven't seen The Visit. I remember seeing their faces. It's her and the friend Garrett. Ed Oxenbold. They are the two kids that went, they go to visit their grandparents and then they have to deal with crazy grandparents. grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. It's apparently it's a, it's Shalaman and getting good again. So Mm. we will watch the visit at some point, apparently. And it's found footage. I'm curious what the Shalaman and twist is. It's gotta be something good. The grandparents acting crazy. So something about them. No, I think the parents are like grandparents are like possessed or something. Yeah. Probably some crazy shit. Aliens. Yeah. uh, Levi Miller, the, main character the, i would yeah, say Luke, the main person uh he played pan in peter in the movie pan he played played peter pan in 2015 and then he was in a wrinkle in time i never watched it but he's one of the characters in a wrinkle in time pan had really bad reviews yeah. like yep. bad enough that i wouldn't go watch it even though it was hugh jackman and the yep. story of peter pan and i love both of those things so same <laughs> Yeah, one of the douchebag boyfriends, ex-boyfriends that pops up, uh, I'm going to fuck your first name up, Dacry Montgomery. Yeah. He played the Red Ranger in the rebooted Power Rangers. Jason. Yeah, Yeah. he played Jason. And he's in Stranger Things. Was in Stranger Things. Is. We don't know. We haven't seen season four yet. He got fucked up. He did, but who knows? Yeah, he got. The Upside Down exists. Yeah, but he got fucked up in the the real world. (laughs) But he's the shitty older brother that everyone hates well all the boys hate and all the moms want to fuck billy. so yeah he was billy billy badass whipping on everybody's ass until he got stabbed uh but no and then oh the dad the dad is patrick warburton mm-hmm. he's the voice of brock samson from venture brothers and crunk he was also and, the original tick yes he was and then the mom is virginia madsen you remember where she's from you saw her when she was pretty young no she's in candy man She's Helen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> I don't know. She was a bitch in this movie. So yes, I was she was. It. I was expecting more from her. I was like, ignoring oh, shit, her. Helen. No, she was just a bitch yeah, I was like, the oh. whole time. I was like, it's Helen. She's going to do something cool. I'm like, oh, hmm. you're not supposed to really care about those two characters in this movie. I was like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, the parents. They yeah. were like, meh. It's kind of like the babysitter. The parents leave and it's just like, that's it. Mm-hmm. So I'm sad about it. But I love Virginia Madsen. She's awesome. So, uh, but no, uh, I don't know the director's name it doesn't pop out to me but uh i know well go usa they're the distributors they find a lot of things that aren't from america and then just like well that's fucking amazing let's just drag that over to the u.s so people can see it and so it makes sense with the 
the box office and things like that. Why it went the way it did. Reviews are fucking amazing. Everyone yeah. loves this movie and everybody wants a sequel. It's been four years. I was really weirded so. out that this is an Australian film. Yeah. Because everyone has like near perfect American accents. Like there is not a hint of Australian in anyone's accent, even though like Dakry Montgomery is Australian. Like yeah. I'm sure half the cast at least was Australian. And well, there was apparently no... the parents were the only two that weren't. Well, there you go. But none of those kids were showing it. No. Like because English accents are easy. You just sound like a piece of shit, apparently. I guess. And when you're English, when you're American, you can't do any accents. No, it's hard as balls. Well, easy I know Lindsay, for everybody else. I know Lindsay Lohan had to do real good training for Parent Trap to sound yeah. English. So it's really hard. But Hugh Laurie, I, every time I hear normal Hugh Laurie, it blows my mind because in house, he sounded like a normal piece of shit from America. And I'm like, God, you're super English. And it hurts my brain to hear him talk. I feel that way about Henry Cavill. Yeah. He's he's crazy English too. Bob Hoskins was crazy English when he talked. Yeah. Yeah. Also Hugh Jackman, crazy Australian yeah. when he talks. Yeah. But yeah. So like I said, this film is great. Uh I didn't know it was foreign. We probably would have watched it before this, but it had a Christmas theme, so I would have saved it. But we would have waited. It, it, it surprised me. I was like, yeah, because one fun fact about it. All the doorknobs in this movie are really high. Mm-hmm. And then it bothered me. I was like, well, is everybody me. really small? And I was like, and I looked it up and they're like, no, that's Australian doorknobs. They're just really high. I don't know why. There's probably more to that, but I don't know. Harder to break in when the doorknob is high. Fuck, harder, to, <laughs> harder to break the doorknob off when the doorknob is high. I suppose. Because you can't put your weight on it the same way you can put yeah. it on when it's at a hip height. Apparently older Australian homes have high ass doorknobs, so. Honestly, as a babysitter, I appreciate that because yeah, the amount of times fucking escape. the amount of times that little kids fucking run into doorknobs is incredible. Like little That's kids correct. just have no awareness of their surroundings at all. And they're like, ha ha ha, I'm running, I'm running, boom, doorknob. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> I'm a bad like I wish you were looking instead of just running fucking head first into that doorknob yeah like please stop <laughs> please don't kill yourself while i'm here yeah so, uh, but yeah we'll get to this bad boy so this is a christmas film so it's around christmas time doesn't say it's technically eve or anything i think the parents would be home if it was christmas eve but it's around christmas i feel like close to christmas school's out i assume but um 17 year old ashley she's babysitting 12 he doesn't look like a 12 year old but 12 year old luke disagree yeah okay he just seemed i think later he doesn't act like a 12 year old later yeah no <laughs> it's like a fucking crazy adult but uh we find <laughs> out uh from talks of luke and his best friend garrett that luke loves him some ashley and ashley's a cutie pie i understand it but he has a plan on the night of the babysitting that he's gonna play a scary movie and get her all scared because the same chemicals that go through the body when you're freaked out and scared are the same kind of chemicals that are there when it's trying it's time to get sexy so he's yeah. like that's it that's my end adrenaline dope scary movie serotonin and the 17 year old be like i want to make out i'm so horny like, right now yeah that's it so um when the night starts the parents leave and uh they get pizza money and stuff and he Turns on some can turns on candles, clicks on some candles, and that's when the weird stuff starts to happen. 
there's one spot where they're watching a scary movie. They don't really show what it is. I was trying my best to figure out if it was real. I don't think it was a real no, scary movie. No, I think movie. it was fake. Yeah. Because they credited the actors in the yeah. thing. I think they made up For a second, it was like, like blurry. And I was like, what the no, fuck? No, they made up the five-minute scary movie yeah. that they I was showed. like, what are you trying to copy? But um, you see a silhouette in the window watching them watch a movie. And I was wondering how long it was going to be there. And I like saw it instantly because I that's what I do in movies. I yep. always look in the background. Yep. And I was like, that's a dude right there. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I noticed it immediately. I was like, oh, hell no. Uh, knocks oh. on the door and no one's there. A lot of weird things. Uh, bumps up, above in the stairs. Things breaking above them. And just doorknobs jiggling. A lot of scary things happen. So Garrett, the friend, he scares them. And he like knocks on the door and there's no one there and they open the door and he like dives in and like you son of a bitch why'd you scare us earlier he's like what are you talking about he's like there was like a knock on the back door he's like i wasn't back there and then they hear glass break above them and they're like oh oh shit someone's in the house probably and then that's the fears that emma and katie talked about when you're a babysitter when just oh someone's probably in this house right now i don't know what to do so Ashley is freaking out a little bit. She looks out at her car. She's like, well, we'll just drive out of here if they're above us. Oh, no, there's a knife in the tire of the car. So it's like, oh, they slashed my tires. They click off all the lights. They're freaking out. Garrett finds a brick upstairs. So someone chunked a brick through the window. And he looks on the other side of it. And it says, you leave and you die. And Garrett's like, well, I'm out. And runs out the back door. And then you just hear kind of a whisper go by and then you just see blood splatter on him and he goes down. So someone has a fucking silenced gun out there and just shot that child. And so he's down. So Garrett's gone and Ashley closes the door like, holy shit. You know, it's a lot of scary things. So at this point, Ashley and Luke, they're running around. They come up with a plan that they're going to grab the dad's gun. They're like, well, we got this gun. We'll be safe. The bad guy gets close. Pop, pop. We're out of here. Um, They end up in the attic. Because they're hiding, spiders just get all over Ashley's face, and she—I'm—I'm I'm proud of her because I'd absolutely lost my mind. They would have heard me. Well, she screamed a little bit, but she was better than me because I'd have probably shit myself if multiple spiders were on my face like that. Yeah, here's the thing: I'm screaming like a bitch if there are daddy long legs on me. Um, if I'm in Australia and any type of spider is on me. No, ma'am. Like, I might as well just be dead because I'm not coming back from that. Like, <laughs> like the trauma. <laughs> Everyone would have heard it. Like, let's all the neighbors would have heard me scream. Oh, yeah. From these fucking spiders on me. Yeah, that's a hard fucking nope. Yes. Yeah. Nah. It would. I would have been exactly like fucking Marv in Home Alone. When that tarantula gets put on his face. Oh, he shrieks. And he shrieks. <laughs> Such a good scream. <laughs> that would have been me. Yeah. Well, yeah. So they run to Luke's room and they hide in his closet. And lo and fucking behold, a, a dude with a fucking mask and a shotgun rolls in looking for him. They're like, holy fuck, you know? And they're like, we'll just hide here. and He's going to leave. And then the masked intruder scratches his back. Just like Garrett did. And he's wearing a mask that Luke owns. And, and instantly Ashley's like, son of a bitch. It's like, Garrett, quit it. And Garrett's like, oh. And takes off the mask. The, the jig is up. Yeah, the home intruder was Garrett. They were pulling a prank on Ashley. And so you realize that all this was just to get Ashley scared. And so 
I guess Luke understood that the scary movie wasn't going to get her scared enough. He's like, you know what? What's better than a scary movie? Actual fucking fear. That'll make you want to get with me. (laughs) So Ashley Ashley tells him off and tells him that you're fucking, you need help. This is a therapist. This is fucking insane. Yeah, this is a lot. You need therapy, chief. You thought this was going to get you to second base? You're fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's not how you get a grab on a boob, chief. Nope. And Luke is following Ashley out of the room and he's like, just listen to me. I just, just stop. Just, and she turns around and is like, what do you want? And he slaps the fuck out of her and she falls down the stairs and she's knocked out. At this point in the movie, I kind of turned like, oh. What a plot twist. Oh, this is that kind of movie. <laughs> and Ashley wakes up and she's tied up with duct tape. So this part of the movie, you learn little by little that Luke was planning all of this situation because he really likes Ashley and we find out later that there's more to the plan but at first it's just a whole well we can't have you leave and I can't I don't need you telling my mom that I did all this stuff so I'm gonna tie you up real quick and little by little you learn because her boyfriend Ricky shows up and they're like, well, why did Ricky get here early? And then he was supposed to come in when yeah. the kid did, was asleep. Why did Ricky get here? I didn't text him. And then it's like, oh, Luke texted Ricky to get here. And it's like, oh, what the f- what's happening? And it's like, oh, he's leading people here. Probably not to let him go later. So instantly we find out that Luke has himself a little de- devious, very ridiculous plan that he's going to kill off Ashley's boyfriend and her ex-boyfriend just so he's the only one there and it's like well i got all those douchebags out of your life it's just me baby yeah love me (laughs) so uh it it gets absolutely insane uh ricky uh gets to the house like i was saying before he gets tied up and he is fighting off luke and luke's a little kid so you know you can't do anything hits him in the head with a bat and Ricky gets back up because it's a 12 year old swinging a bat at him. Yeah, and, and he's like a full 17, 18. Yeah. Like he's basically a grown man. Yeah. And it takes Garrett pulling out a shotgun and threatening Ricky. And Ricky's like, okay, 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 just don't kill me. And they knock him out and tie him up. So later on. Not before a fucking pencil gets jabbed into his cheek. Oh, yeah, man. It's, it's rough. This movie's got some rough spots. So they take Ricky down to the kitchen and they have Ashley and Ricky tied up. And so Luke wants Ashley to call her ex-boyfriend, Jeremy, to get him to come there. And she's like, I'm not getting anybody else involved in the situation. This is fucked up. You're not getting me to talk. And so Luke calls Jeremy and is like, hey, Ashley wants to talk to you. You need to come by the house. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. I'll come by. (laughs) And so while that's happening, they take Ricky to the other room. And so... We know in this universe, Home Alone is a movie. And it's not real to them. It's a movie. And so they had a discussion earlier about the whole paint can situation in Home Alone and how Marv and Harry take paint cans to the face and they just like fall down the stairs and they're fine. But we've learned that Marv and Harry aren't human. They're genetic freaks that can take a lot of damage. So they play the same test with Ricky and Ricky does not fly backwards. His face just kind of gets smushed in when the paint can hits him. And Garrett is like, whoa, I didn't sign up for all of this. I thought we were just going to scare your babysitter. Now there's murder involved. And 
little by little, we learned that Garrett and Luke, well, Luke's not really that good of a friend to Garrett. And Garrett's learning little by little that Luke is a terrible person. <laughs> um, there are multiple spots where Ashley breaks free and runs off. She actually grabs a pistol and she's threatening Luke and then the gun doesn't have any bullets. And he's like, yeah, like responsible parents don't put the bullets with the gun. Like that's, that's just silly. You thought there was bullets in there. Um, she actually gets runs free and she's running towards safety and people that can help her out. And then a brick hits her in the back of the head. So Garrett chunked a brick at her and knocked her out. And then she's once again, knocked the fuck out. This time she's wrapped in duct tape and Christmas lights. And she's super, super duper tied up. Jeremy rolls up. Uh, a really cool scene. He, he's in the car hyping himself up, drinking a beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, fuck you, yeah, fuck you, yeah, I can do this. Uh, it, it's really cute. I feel bad for him because nothing good's going to come of, of his life when he gets there. <laughs> so Luke stops Jeremy before he gets into the house. And he's like, hey, I know you're going to go in there and try to apologize to Ashley. You should write her a note, you know, and just it'll work better. And yeah, I know all about girls. Girls like love notes. Yeah. I'm 12. Yeah. So Jeremy writes a note and it says, I'm sorry for what I did. You know, all these things. And while he's writing it. His first note is just like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and Luke is like, uh, bitch, write a better note. And then his next note is like, I'm sorry for what I did. Yeah. And <laughs> while he's writing it, he actually finishes it. Luke puts a noose around his neck and then ties the end of the rope to a fucking riding lawnmower and ties him up into the tree. So Jeremy just got strangulated on a noose. And that note, that little uh, note that he was writing for Ashley to apologize, looks like a suicide note. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, oh shit, there's a a for real fucking plan happening right now. They get back inside. Garrett gets a change of heart after talking to Ashley and realizes this is really fucked up. I'm going to help you out of this. And he's almost done freeing Ashley. And then Kablooey, he gets thrown across the room. He gets hit with a shotgun. And Luke tells him, I told you not to touch her. Shot by a shotgun. Not yeah. hit, shot. No, I mean hit like he got shot by it. But yeah. <laughs> um, so we we learned that Luke Luke's very unhinged at this point. And he kills his best friend. He cries for a couple seconds and then dries up. And he's like, wow, he was annoying anyway. And he goes about his day. Uh, Ashley does not give Luke the satisfaction of seeing her cry or freak out or anything. She just kind of goes quiet and closes her eyes. And he pulls out a knife and stabs her in the neck. And so the, the plan, the whole plan that he was going for was Ricky. No, actually, Jeremy came over, tied up Ricky, killed him with the paint cans, killed Garrett with the shotgun and stabbed Ashley in the neck. Then made a suicide note and hung himself while little poor Luke was asleep in the bed. Mm -hmm. So that was the whole plan. And I was like, this little kid is terrible. (laughs) Uh, He goes through all the steps, sets up all the fingerprints and everything he needs for this to work. And I was like, when I was watching, I was like, fuck, he's going to get away with this. I was Mm -hmm. like, what, what's the step? Everyone's dead. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, the parents get home. They hear they see all of the devastation in the bottom of the house. Police get there. And you know, Luke's like, oh no, what's happening? And then the ambulance is like, we have one that's still alive. And he sits up and 
hooray, it's Ashley. So when she got stabbed in the neck, the second he left the room, she grabbed some of that duct tape that he wrapped her up in 15 times in this movie and put it over the wound to stop the bleeding. So our old girl Ashley, she's kind of smart. And as she gets rolled into the back of the ambulance, she sees that Luke's watching her from the second story window, looks at him and gives him the finger as she gets rolled away. And so the movie ends and I was like, that can't be the end. I was like, and then after like 10 seconds of credits, we see Luke tells the mom, he's like, hey, I'm really worried about Ashley. We should go to the to the hospital and visit her. And then the movie ends. So it's like, mm, part two is going to be in the hospital and he's like searching Maybe. for her. If, well, if the next one came right after. But now four years have gone by, everyone's bigger and older, you know what I mean? So they'd have to work something out. Katie and I were thinking up ideas like Luke gets caught goes to jail or prison goes to juvie yes and then after four or five years whatever he's like an adult he gets let out he goes no he goes to get moved to actual prison and breaks out because he's a genius in the in the shift to true prison and then heads to go after ashley but ashley's been waiting for him like laurie strode so this is halloween the babysitter story which is the same story as halloween but with a 12 year old in australia absolutely you got it more home alone type traps i'm fucking down yep so uh yeah but this all the reviews everyone talks about this movie they're like this movie's fucking good so hopefully we get one it's been four years so they'd have to come up with some different idea it'd been cool if they pulled like a halloween 2 and it's like still the same night just Lori's in the hospital she got fucked up you know yeah and then you know the shape is like oh she's over there well i'm gonna kill everybody in the hospital to get to Lori, and that's the second movie halloween 2 is fucking great and we're gonna watch that one day the old halloween 2 not the new one the old one that's not canon anymore it's good it's fine uh, yeah it's still a really good movie uh but no uh katie who was your favorite character in better watch out ashley yeah not the main characters in this movie all right but i will say i'm gonna give um credit where credit is due the kid who played luke was incredible yes levi miller i don't know how old he was at the time of the filming um but i mean he looked 12 so he couldn't have been more than 14 or 15 um kid was incredible like his ability to be to play a psychotic horny preteen was just fucking crazy and his emotional range when he um right after he kills his best friend where he's like fuck fuck look what you made me do fuck and he's like freaking out and starting to cry and then he's like ah fuck it i was getting tired of that guy like that was incredible so yeah. I'm say Ashley because that's the clear choice, but Luke for a honorable mention. Emma. Yeah. Um, I agree with your Ashley, but I'm gonna go with act like late act two, act three, Garrett. When his conscience starts to kick in and he's like, dude, all you wanted to do was freak her out so you could touch her titties. Like you no this was not a part of the discussion yeah this went way too far bro like when he gets that paint can in the face and garrett's like whoa no 
But yeah, I'm going to have to say the last third of the movie Garrett would have to be cuz he was he was good. I mean, I just appreciated his character, so Otis. Yeah, Ashley, there's not that many people in this movie and like Katie was saying like different times people get stronger and cooler. Uh honorable mention to the boyfriends. Uh I didn't think I was going to like Jeremy the ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Uh, it sucked, man. He was a douchebag. He had a douchebag hat, but he didn't do anything. Uh, he, I guess he did something wrong. They broke up. But like, oh, he's telling everybody that they had sex. But yeah. I felt bad for him when he got there because I, I knew he wasn't making it back out. I knew he wasn't. Yeah. But uh, and Ricky was good too. Ricky he was, like good. He was a good guy. So it's like, damn. and he whomped on that kid for a minute. So yeah, good for him. Yeah, yeah. But but no, uh, but, but Ashley, she was the heroine. She's the final girl of this movie. And it makes me sad because I want more of this world. Uh, I like stories that the next movie is like, oh, this is right after. That's why. That's what I enjoyed of the Halloween Kills. It's the same yeah. night. It's like, shit don't change, man. That dude is still out there. It's like, we need to figure out what to do because usually everyone's busted up in the second one. And then it's them yeah. trying to get past their injuries and stuff. That's why I like John Wick. He's fucked up in all of them. <laughs> he, you know, he's <laughs> just limping away at the end. And it's like, oh, five minutes later, still limping the next movie. Uh, but no, actually, they all good. watch that. Yeah, they're fucking good. Uh, we'll we'll find a time uh, next year. We'll put it in action and we'll we'll go through them. <laughs> so, Katie, who was your least favorite character? Um, I didn't really like Garrett. I don't think that his change of heart at the end of the movie like made up for the shitty shit that he did. Yeah. Um, the like Luke sucked. Okay. The character of Luke sucked. The actor did great, but Luke was just, yeah, he was a great villain, but yeah. Garrett was just like, I don't know too much of a bitch to like go against his best friend. Yeah. And that didn't sit well with me, like for yeah. the whole, almost the whole movie. And what really like i mean they had done some shitty shit but the moment where shit started getting too real for me was when um garrett like smokes weed in the house and luke flips out he's like my mom's gonna kill me if she comes in the house and smells weed we have to do something and then they fucking like force ricky to smoke weed and then it's just downhill all like from that moment i was just like y'all both fucking suck yeah go away emma well my least favorite character is act one and the first half of act two garrett as well so garrett was my least and my second favorite in this movie yeah for all those exact reasons because he was a turd yeah Otis. So I wrote down Luke, but I think it's just not the acting and how the story went. It's just the character of Luke. He's yeah, like he's a really good, he's a smart heel. I don't think he's a good heel, but it's just, you know, it's a 12-year-old squeaky voice kid. And the points where this the plan deviates because that's life. No plan is ever gonna yeah. stay the right way the whole time. Uh, he gets real squeaky and he screams and it's, you know, it's just a spoiled kid and he's mad that 
the thing he wants isn't going the right way. But he's really fucking smart. The second things go wrong, he's squeaking. But then five seconds later, he's like, okay, I know what to do now. He's really fucking smart. He's very Dexter of him. Yeah. But it's just yeah. that type of heel, like in wrestling, that's like the chicken shit heel. Uh, they're capable of things, but when things go wrong, they're bitching and screaming. And then they have people help them, you know. But yeah, I, so Luke and not Luke, because he's a good villain. Yeah, he was but a just good villain. The fact that he was a 12 year old kid, that part. I didn't like that, but it makes sense with the twist. You know, you can't have a movie with a grown man being the villain. It's just like, no, it's the little unassuming kid. He's did everything like, oh, shit. <laughs> okay, let's do seven word synopsis. I have four, actually. So uh, my first one is, why are the, oh, why are the knobs so fucking high? The second, <laughs> the first person walked to the door, I was like, this fucking high. What the hell's wrong with these doors? And I was like, oh, it's Australian. Um, Home Alone had a baby with Collector. So, like, Collector in the sense that this kid's fucking smart, and the Collector is fucking smart, and Home Alone, because of the paint cans, and a lot of traps and things he set up. Very much Collector is Home Alone, just Kevin got older and crazy. Uh, Luke really is a baby back bitch. Uh, <laughs> the second, the first time he screamed and got all squeaky, I was like, you little bitch. <laughs> you just got a gun. You know, he tied up everybody. That's the only reason he's still alive. And my last one is, Ashley is a resident of Concussion County. Uh, the first time she fell down the stairs, she woke up. She's like, I have a concussion. I need to go to the hospital. And I was like, yeah. And then she got hit in the head with a brick. And I was like, you for real in Concussion County. <laughs> You're not supposed to get knocked out in the same, like, fucking day. Like, that's even worse. So, uh, yeah, the homegirl went through it. So, Katie. Who the fuck was the other robber? There was multiple points in this movie in the robbery part where there was definitely two people that were involved. I think they just set it all up. How did that brick show up in their house? Oh, there was, there was a launcher it. outside. Where no one was there to set the launcher in motion. Garrett did it all. He set everything up outside because there was a little launcher to shoot it in. Yes, I see that. But when it came in the house, Garrett was in the house. I had a timer on. I don't fucking know. Kid's smart. <laughs> he set up all his other shit. Why wouldn't he have a timer on it? No, shit make sense. Not a lot of plot holes in that area, though. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then actual synopsis: Horny preteen goes Breaking Bad over babysitter. Yup. Emma. Okay. Father Kronk seems rather creepy uncomfortable dynamic when that babysitter shows up and he's like wow don't you look nice and i was like yeah i was a little skeezy um i've chugged champagne doesn't work that smoothly yeah he would have been vomiting shall we review new years of 2019 yeah 18 i don't think so but uh, oh no, it was champagne. It was champagne. Yeah. Damn. That's bad. <laughs> Can't get ass when you're tweaking 12. Yeah. And then Psycho Son scares Sitter so to seduce. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Garbage. Yep. So this film came out October 6, 2017 in America. Uh, it came out November 23rd in Australia. So around no time. So what do you think the budget for this film was, Katie? Three dollar dues. Three dollar dues. Emma. Um, I forgot to write down my guess. I'll go with ten dollar dues. I forgot the sound when someone hits it, but Katie got it. The budget was three dollar dues on the nose. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So what do you think the box office was, Katie? One point four dollar dues. Mm-hmm. Emma. One dollar a due. And by virtue, everyone went over, but Emma was closer. <laughs> the box office was 188,756. Oh, so, yeah. So it, it's, it's weird. Um, it came out in theaters and it was on demand in 2017. I don't remember ever hearing about this film. Not really. And Australia, it released in select theaters and stuff. So I, I think they were just going for, I don't know. It, it it stinks. It it released at a festival before it got to the theater. So I think this was like a small scale indie film, like all the ones that we watch, like The Collector and shit. And they don't make the money back, but people love it. I think this is one of those kind of indie films. And then it got money to get distributed. And then it went to some places and it hit good. Uh, I'd love to see the numbers like online, like views and stuff. It probably does amazing. So, like I said, all the reviews that I saw, everyone's like, this is fucking good. And like I said, everyone's like, I just want another one. Like, please, please give another one. So, minority kill count. I don't remember any minorities in this nope. movie. There was like five people in this movie and they were all like. Yep, yep. So, the number is still at 190 and a Tito turtle. So... That's all I got. Anybody got anything else to say about Better Watch Out? No. Nope. Okay. Watch it. Yeah, it's good. Please watch it. Okay, so that is the show. So uh, that was another one for Spook Movie Squad. We have what? This is episode 13. So we're this is the halfway point. Yep. So we're doing Christmas we're beginning stuff. Beginning the 12 days of Christmas now. Yep, yep, yep. So if you have any other cool fun facts about fucking, I don't know, Christmassy things, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is AllentownPresents at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, I have a Facebook app. Allentown Presents. Yeah, I heard your episode. Y'all were laughing at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the music you're hearing right now is from Flipping the Combined Effort. You can search for them anywhere flip and the ce the artwork that you see when you click into the episode that's from a studio feeds us they're absolutely amazing thank you for it i need to make something christmas related for you guys because we're gonna do this every year yeah so um like always like thank you so much for listening um we have what two more scary christmas films yeah two more if i'm counting right and katie's got katie and i are doing their christmasy ones so stick with that that'll be fun so, like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another film. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Toots. Oh, hey, guys. What you guys doing? Uh, oh, damn it. Did I miss an episode again? This fool broke in. <laughs>